Hey, I just wanted to remind you that our next challenge is beginning very, very soon. And in that challenge, if you're looking to monetize your podcast and you want to know exactly where to get started and how to build an offer that is going to be exactly what your audience needs, then you need to join the Podcast Profit Challenge. You can go to teampodcast.com forward slash challenge, and it's absolutely free. We all know, or at least we all should know, how important writing copy is for what we're doing here, trying to monetize our podcast. But today, I'm going to tell you the one piece of copy that is, in essence, the whole ball game. And if you don't do anything else well, you want to get this right. I'll tell you all about it right after this. So the real question is this. How can podcasters like us who've done the work, built a following, and actually made a difference monetize our podcast without selling out to sponsors who don't really value our community anyway? That is the question, and this is the answer. Welcome to Podcast Monetization Secrets. Hi there. Welcome to Podcast Monetization Secrets. My name's Christy Hostler. Thank you so much for joining me today. I know that you're here because you want to monetize your podcast and you probably want to do it as quickly as possible because you've gone a long time now without making any money from your show and pouring your heart and soul into it. And the good news is that's why I'm here. I'm here to help you with that. I'm fresh off coming back from podcast movement and I did a session there. I think I called the session like how to monetize your podcast without sponsors, begging for donations or doing anything remotely sleazy. So um, I had a really good time giving that talk. And it was amazing to meet so many people that came to that session that you actually listen to this show. And I found out that I'm going to the gym with some of you and I'm riding in your car to go pick up your kids and take your kids to and from school or work. And it was just a pleasure to finally put some faces with people that I know are downloading the show every single week. And so I can continue working really hard to bring you the most valuable content. And podcast movement was really good. I'll give you a show. I've got a show next week that I'm going to do sort of an update and takeaways on and then also um, point you to some shows and some things that you can do to um, get out there and circulate in the podcast world if that is your desire. So I've mentioned before that I have been really doubling down on two things this year. And the first of the, that is to really focus on writing good copy. And copywriting is an art form. It is a skill that will never fail you. So whether you put it into practice for your business, for other people's businesses and funnels, or you just decide you're going to become a freelance copywriter because you're so good at it, it will always pay. And copywriting is a skill that takes a lot of actual practice and development to do it. You know, it's similar to podcasting in a way that you can read all the books about podcasting, but it's still not going to make your first probably 10 episodes or so completely suck, right? Because you've got to do it. You've got to find your voice. You've got to find who you're talking to and you've got to be able to narrow down your audience. And sometimes it takes a little while to figure that out because 
you do have choices. You could serve probably one of 10 different niche audiences right now. And why you've chosen to choose one over the other has to do with a lot of your personal decisions and what your heart is as well. So copywriting is, like I say, something that I have been really focused on. And it is something that I believe we as business owners definitely need to learn to a certain extent. And just because you learn it doesn't mean that you have to do it for your business. But here's here's the reason I think that we need to learn it. First of all, 90 plus percent of podcasters are their own avatar. So no one else that you or I would hire to outsource our copy to is going to be able to understand the mind of our avatar like we would. So that's the first bonus that you have that just a regular copywriter would not have. Um, Secondly, if you learn to write your own copy, You can also pay attention and be very married to what works and what doesn't. And you know, when you try out and test out different pieces of copy, what draws you in most and what appeals to you the most and what pushes you away the most. And many times a hired copywriter might have a framework that they're using And they use the same framework across niches, and it might not be addressing the needs of your avatar. So I believe that we will always get a return on our investment for learning copywriting. And during the trip to podcast movement, I probably have not spent quite so much time just alone traveling in a long time because normally uh, my wife comes or I bring someone from our team and it didn't work out that I could do that this time. So I was by myself and many times, you know, I was on an airplane or whatever and I had a chance to read again the Copywriting Secrets book by Jim Edwards who is um, closely affiliated with ClickFunnels and it was funny because Russell had just sent me a copy of it a couple weeks ago. He sent me a copy of two different books books. And that was the first one that I really wanted to dive into. And so it was really good to sort of go back to basics as far as copywriting. And there's a lot of different types of copy that you can write. If you are an e-com person and you're selling on Amazon, your main copy is going to be your product descriptions and listing out all the features or benefits of your product. And you're probably going to do that in a way that fits sort of what the profile is that everyone else is doing on Amazon. And writing sales copy is very different. So when you're writing copy, there are rules you follow as far as how you start your copy, how you uh, list the features and, and how you talk about the product and when you do that. But the first thing, the first step in writing copy is always your headline. And this headline is supposed to just reach out and grab your ideal listener and pull them in. And to be honest, If you don't get this headline stuff right, then it really doesn't matter what the rest of your copy says. Do you know what I mean? It's like you're not going to get that far with people if your headline is is bad. And I think many times we want to start out a headline with some sort of, I'll give you an example. I have a client who I've been working with for a few months now, and he 
they only had a high ticket offer with his business that he was running and it was a high ticket offer and they continued to run into a certain segment of their target audience that just did not have the money for this high ticket offer. So I told him, I was like, you need to put in your funnel and everything that you're doing, put in your, your sales cycle a low ticket offer because you would convert so many people on this low ticket offer and then eventually you can nurture them and get them prepared for your high ticket offer so they worked really hard they took action and they did it and they they sent me what they wanted for their funnel and they had had someone build it and it was okay but one of the the biggest things is you know they had a name for their their thing and it was like you know the, I'm just using this as an example, but it would be like, welcome to the business. It was like the business building accelerator. And their headline said, welcome to the business building accelerator. And I'm, I'm again, I'm using that as an example um, because that wasn't their product, but it was in that similar vein. And that was their headline. And so what I realized very quickly is they were coming to this landing page as a cold or warm traffic person and immediately they get hit with a sales message that says welcome to the business building accelerator now the important thing to remember here is that your prospect that's reading your copy and that you want to sell your product to they don't care about you they don't. It, you can you can throw out all your credentials. And I had I've had clients before that are I have a lot of clients that are psychiatrists, psychologists, therapists, and highly educated people. And they're, you know, PhDs and all this kind of stuff. And when they start building a funnel, the first thing they tend to want to lead with is their professional credentials and that they've been a psychotherapist for this amount of time and they're certified in this, that and the other and blah, blah, blah. And the bottom line is the prospect does not care about you. And that's what you have to get in your head. So many times we're hung up on I can't do X, Y, or Z, or I'm not an expert in X, Y, or Z, because I don't have the top level credential in the world. And that's not what people are looking for. People are looking for a solution to their problem. And they don't care about you. All they care about is, can your product be the solution? So we kind of have to get over ourselves a little bit in this. And, and I understand I've been, you know, hit with imposter syndrome on more than one occasion. And at the same time, I'm in an industry where what are the credentials to be an expert on podcasts? And what are the credentials to be an expert on podcast monetization? You know, there there isn't a, a standard is, is what I'm saying. And so that could cripple me forever if I let it, because I can't say I have a master's degree in podcasting. No, all I can say is I've, you know, worked with over 360 now podcasters that I've focused on helping podcasters monetize and launch their podcast so that they can bring in revenue for their business and, and change their lives. And the reason I know this is because and the reason I'm doing this is because I know podcasting has changed my life. Why? Because I did not get up this morning and drive two and a half hours to go to work this morning. 
I did not spend 10 hours a day at work and then drive two and a half hours to come back home. And the way I'm not doing that anymore is through podcasting. I also live on an island where millions of people come every year to go on vacation. And the average hotel room costs $496 a night. And we have a yearly occupancy rate of over 95%. So all I have to tell you about is my experience. And all I can tell you is I get less than a thousand downloads every single month, but I monetize my podcast four and five figures every single month because of what I offer and what I'm doing with my podcast. And if you want to do the same thing, you can do it too. But so often we want to start with like our credentials or start with our product and start with this amazing thing that we've built. And we cannot forget that people don't care. Now, eventually, if you get people beyond the headline and they're actually looking at your product as a potential solution and you've spoken to them in the language that that says you have a solution to their problem or you can get them the desired outcome in their life, then, yeah, you might want to put some copy in there with your credentials and they can meet you. But understand there's different types of buyers. Most buyers don't need that. Some of the most skeptical buyers will need that. And that's why we put it in a sales funnel and not just on a website, right? So your headline is so incredibly important. And what you say in that headline can honestly be... It can it can stump you like I can literally sometimes spend all day long on a headline. I'm going to tell you about a free tool that I use, and it's just called Headline Analyzer. And you can just Google it. It's called Headline Analyzer. It's a free tool. And all you do is you copy and paste whatever your headline is you want to use into the field, and it will give you a score from zero to 100. Obviously, 100 being the closer to, let's just call it technically perfect, that a headline can be. Now, I can't always tell you, like a lot of times the reason someone will convert is an emotional reason or a logical reason or even like the fear of missing out or something like that. But what I can tell you is if there is a proven formula and a template, so to speak, for what works with a headline and I can get closer to technically perfect for that, I'm probably going to be much better off than if I'm much further away. So that headline analyzer website is free to use and you just put your headline in, it'll tell you your score, but it'll also tell you what you need to improve to improve the score. So if you haven't mentioned some kind of scarcity or urgency, or you haven't mentioned your actual avatar enough yet, then it will tell you you need to do that. So until you get this headline right, like it doesn't matter what the rest of your page says. You could have a blank page after that for all your audience cares. So the headline of whatever copy you're writing is the most important. And here's where the conundrum comes in. What do I start my headline with? What am I going to start talking about with people? And I want to read you this paragraph. And it's an incredibly impactful paragraph of this book. And the book that I'm referring to is the Copywriting Secrets book by Jim Edwards. And this is actually from page 52. I have so many pages of this book um, dog-eared because I mark them so I can go back and look at the the important things. And so, um, yeah, this is one of them. But let me read you. This is a quote 
from Eugene Schwartz. And Eugene Schwartz was an old school copywriter. And he was into direct mail and other types of advertising and writing copy, uh, you know, long before the days of the Internet. But here is a paragraph that you need to commit to heart and commit to memory. And it says this, if your prospect is aware of your product and has realized it can satisfy his desire, then your headline can start with the product. Okay, that goes against everything I just told you, because most of the time people are not aware of our product. But let me continue. If he is not aware of your product, but only has the desire itself, and that desire is the desire to change something about their life, your headline should start with the desire. If he or she is not yet aware of what he really seeks, but is concerned with the general problem, then your headline starts with the problem and crystallizes it into a specific need. Okay, so you've got a customer that is product aware that you could be writing copy about. You've got a customer that is desire or outcome aware that you're talking about. And then you've also got potentially a customer that is problem aware. And most copywriters will start with a problem and then crystallize it into a specific need that their audience has. I'm going to read that to you one more time, and I'm not going to make any commentary all the way through just so you'll have it. If your prospect is aware of your product and has realized that it can satisfy this desire, your headline starts with the product. If he is not aware of your product but only has the desire itself, your headline starts with the desire. If he's not yet aware of what he really needs but is concerned with the general problem, your headline starts with the problem and crystallizes it into a specific need. Y'all, that's it. That's the whole ball of wax right there. Headlines, headlines, headlines. And so it's very, very important whenever you're thinking about these headlines and there is so many different formulas and, and let's just call them templates maybe that you could use for a headline. And I'm, But I'm going to give you on this one one of my favorites. And you'll see this a lot of times in my copy, you'll see this. And so the headline formula is basically how to blank. And in this blank, you're talking about the desired outcome, how to blank in as little as blank. And that would be the the second blank is a time frame. And then even if you blank, And this is what Jim Edwards says about this formula. This headline template is where you take away a thing, an objection that your audience thinks is stopping them. It's an objection they might have or a barrier that they see in the way. So in this example, he says how to pass your PT test in as little as two weeks, even if you can't do a single pull up right now. Here's another one with the problem of getting rid of of acne. How to get rid of your pimples in as little as seven days, even if you've tried everything else and failed. And this, even if you've tried everything else and failed, is a common one. For some reason, we all relate to it because we've all tried so many different things. So even if you've tried everything else and failed. So how to blank 
in as little as blank, even if you, and then you're putting in an objection, a barrier, or whatever that you would have is a great headline to start with. Welcome to the Business Building Accelerator is not a great headline to start with. And so that's improvement comes in in incrementally whenever you do stuff like that. So I wanted to share that with you. Your headlines are so important. and, And I would honestly... I'm creating some worksheets for myself where I can practice writing headlines for different things. And in them, I'm just sort of, it's almost like a a writing prompt or something like that that you would get from a writing course where it would be like, this is the product, this is the avatar, here's the problems that they have, and here's the solution to it. So write a headline. And that is something that I'm going to be practicing. And you can't get better at it until you do it. But then once you do it and get to a point where you're proficient at it, it, it's like you can't unsee bad headlines, like you can't unsee welcome to the business building accelerator, right? So the other part is that even that quote I gave you by Eugene Schwartz shows you that you can customize even your headlines, you can customize it to your specific audiences. So I've talked before about how important retargeting ads are for your your products and website and that sort of thing. And so if you have someone that is a warm customer because they visited your website before, you can begin talking to them about your product because likely they've been exposed to it before, right? If you've not been to somebody's website, you don't want them to start with a product because you're like, what is this? What is this for? Who's it for? How do I know it's going to work? And you start with all those things. But what we can agree on is you have a desired outcome that you want. And that's where we could start. So my recommendation is to start with the uh, the template I just gave you. How to blank in as little as blank, even if blank. You've tried everything else and failed. You can't do a single pull-up, right? Those are things that you can incorporate today into your copywriting. And here's the, the funny thing that I think we forget sometimes as podcasters <laughs> is that We are, every single week when we publish shows, like our titles of our shows, that's a headline. How we name our shows, that's a headline, right? So we're trying to grab people with our copy to listen to our podcasts every single time. So that's why we can get more practice than the average person because we're creating this content that is content we're trying to market or to sell the marketplace on, right? We want them to know about our latest podcast episodes. We have to put things out there that are going to draw them in. And if they're not product aware, they're just desire aware, then start with the desire, if they know what the solution is, then and they know they need a specific solution, start with that solution to the problem, right? But we have the opportunity every single week to treat our podcast, let's just call them elements, show notes as copy. We have the ability to treat our headlines as copy, our titles of our shows as headlines. We have the ability to treat the titles of our show each week or however often you publish as headlines every single week and we can make them better and better and better and the better we get at this and the more we flex this headline writing muscle that we're building the more 
efficient our sales process becomes. And that's the whole ball of wax. Like you don't want somebody to have to see your ad 22 times before they convert just because it's not compelling enough. Make it as compelling as it can be so you can grab them in one or two impressions and then they can become a conversion. So I hope this isn't too deep for you this morning. I wanted to give you something tactical and practical that you could use and where you could start if you are a copywriter and and you could even honestly you could go through your cupboards or your pantry or your bathroom counter and you could look at different products and you know a, a good exercise might be to take a picture of a few of your products take a picture of your shampoo and your deodorant or whatever and write some headlines around those products Right. Give yourself exercises to do. And this is one of the things that I tell people that are trying to learn this kind of stuff. Like at some point, you actually have to stop learning and start doing. And even if you're like, well, I don't have a product yet or I don't have a customer yet or I don't have whatever that I'm writing for yet, then go ahead and find ways to build yourself a way to exercise. You know, we say physically, it's funny, you know, we compare exercises, you know, mentally and writing copywriting or writing copy a lot of times to physical exercise. And, you know, there are people that are in prison who only have like a what a six by eight foot cell or whatever. And they're exercising every day because they figured out how to use the floor and their body weight and their their bed and all these other things in order to stress and provide uh, counterweight and and that sort of thing for exercise that they need to do to strengthen their bodies. And I'm not saying you're in prison. You might be in a day job or, or whatever, but you have the ability to go ahead and create exercises for yourself. How would you write headlines? And just don't even focus on the rest of it right now. Just focus on getting really good at writing headlines. And then once you do that, your headlines will become so good that, you know what, the rest of your copy gets a little bit of a break from everyone else because mediocre copy with great headlines still converts. And that's what you want to be. You want to be in a situation where you're drawing in not just every person, but you're drawing in every person that you've really qualified with your headline and then they become a higher quality lead for you. So I hope this is helpful and I hope you get something out of this today and I hope you're able to actually set up ways for you to practice copywriting and practice writing headlines. Don't focus on the rest of it yet. Take it piece by piece. Take it piece by piece, line by line, bite by bite and get really good at writing headlines. That's what I'm doing. I'm forcing myself to because I will not, like even if I launch six or 10 or 12 funnels every single year, which I could feasibly do, but like that only gives me six or 10 or 12 opportunities to improve my headlines. And what we need to do is have improvement at scale. So I need to be able to write 200 headlines really, really quickly. So I've got to be be creating them out of the box with with no product or no funnel in mind, right? So I've got to get good at writing headlines for everyday things so that then those skills transfer 
to what I'm doing with my business and with my podcast. So hope that helps. And uh, you guys, if you need, uh, there's two things I wanted to tell you about. And if you need a podcast audit, some of you at the um, podcast movement told me you want a podcast audit. That's where I go through and we just sort of map out what your next step to monetization is going to be based on where you are and what you're doing right now, what your products are, what what you want your products to be. And I go through and I look at everything and we just lay out the pathway and the map for that. So simply go to teampodcast.com forward slash tune up. It's teampodcast.com forward slash tune up. And the other thing is I've now opened up my October challenge. And so you might be like, well, Christy, it's only August. Well, we're at the end of August, beginning of September. Uh, I've got a conferences in September and masterminds at the beginning of October. So towards the end of October, we are going to be meeting together to spend five days in a challenge situation to get our podcasts monetized. And so that's what we're focusing on. And if you want to join that challenge, because it's a free way for you to get help with this stuff and to get a direction with what you're going with monetization, simply go to teampodcast.com forward slash challenge. And it's as easy as that. Sign up there. And we're going to be doing some pre-work between now and October. The beauty of having something scheduled so far out is that I can begin working with you and giving you some things to do and exercises to do in the meantime while we're waiting for the challenge to start. So I hope you'll join me there. I hope to see you in an audit or a challenge or at the next conference I go to and speak at. So I hope you have a fantastic day and uh, keep on pushing toward monetization. You'll get there. Thank you for joining us today. If you'd like to continue the conversation about how to monetize your podcast, I want to invite you to join our private Facebook group. Oh, no, no, no. We're not advertising for Facebook anymore because we're pulling all of our communities off of Facebook. So if you want to come join the real community of people who are looking to monetize their podcast, podcastsuccesshub.com. Go to podcastsuccesshub.com and I'll see you there because I'm not going to be on Facebook. You guys have an awesome one. Hey, before you go, I just wanted to remind you about the challenge. It's starting very soon. Please make sure you don't miss a challenge because this is the time when you can really learn how to craft a high value offer for your audience that they will honestly feel stupid saying no to. So join me for the podcast profit challenge. It's coming up very, very soon. You can find out all the details for it. It's free to join. You have no excuse not to join. And even if you say, well, Christy, I can't make it on the certain time of day, whenever the um, challenge is, we have recordings of them and you can listen to every single one of them, even if it's not where you can join us live. So teampodcast.com forward slash challenge, go to teampodcast.com forward slash challenge. And I can't wait to see you there.